Hey everyone, welcome to the Guide Culture Podcast. We are so excited that you are here and listening. Uh, We're going to be talking all about journaling. And this episode is really special because we have Loy, Catherine, and myself here with lots of different perspectives and thoughts. And we all journal a little bit differently. So hopefully it'll show you that there are tons of different ways and you can make it your own however you want. Enjoy the episode. Yay! We're here. We are. Let's go. Listen, there is a lot of questions around this idea of journaling. Mm-hmm. I will do a time lapse on Instagram. I know you do time yeah. lapses too on Instagram of me journaling. And Loy, you just got a journal for Christmas. From you. Yes, I did. I love my journal. I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. And everyone is like, okay, what's like the formula for journaling? Yeah. How do you journal? What's the science? What are you supposed to do? How long do you do it? How many pages do you do? What do you write? How do you write? Mm-hmm. And those are all such good questions. And so we want to answer those. And I think our answer might surprise you. But first, why don't we just talk about what kind of why we journal, mm-hmm. what it does for us and all of that. Around a year ago is when I got into journaling mm-hmm. because I think someone told me, hey, your thoughts are not right. Like you're not thinking the right things to have the things that you want to have and to be who you want to be. And some of that needs to be cleaned out. Yeah. Honestly, decluttered, organized, true. and you need to be replacing these thoughts. Yeah. And so for me, that's where journaling began. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that is where I, the fruit comes. Yeah. Is in that daily process. Yeah. Which I have more to say about that process. Yeah. I started journaling not for that reason. I started journaling to try to be better at uh, copywriting. Someone told me just to be learn the skill of writing. You just need to write every day. And I found that so much more came out of journaling for me than just becoming a, a better writer. And it was way more valuable to organize my thoughts than, mm-hmm. it, than even it, how it helped improve to my writing. I guess for me, I mean, I really like it a lot since I started after shortly after Christmas. And if I'm thinking, what does it do for me? I think for me, it does a couple of things. It, it forces me to kind of dig deep and discover my thoughts. Because when you, when you, when there, nobody tells you what to write, and you just have to write something. You have to think, well, what do I care about? What do mm-hmm. I need to write? It's yeah. kind of like a Toastmaster speech. You go do a speech, it's like, I better decide what I care about, what, what right. I'm even interested in. What do in. I stand for? So journaling kind of does that. It also, I found that it allows your creativity to blossom. It allows you mm-hmm. to get create, creative, and, and that's probably a weak part of mine is the creativity part. I'm all, tell me what to do, and I'll go do it yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought it just really liberating to to be a little creative mm-hmm. with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think any creative would tell you, you have to create space to be creative. Exactly. Yeah. We, which is the next point. You know, people talk about creating that space, mm-hmm. and they talk about, uh, the meditation and all those kind of things and prayer and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. And for me that the journaling just kind of helps in my rhythm of the day. Yeah. When I, when I, when I journal a little bit and read a little bit and the rhythm of the day just seems right for me. Yeah. You know, for, anyway, that's why I do it. Yeah. I remember when you opened your present, you were like, well, wh- where do I start? <laughs> and now you're like, man, I just don't even know how I not do it. Yeah. Which yeah. is really cool. Right. Yeah. And you have, you've got some really good points of, of because the points that you have is you were reading them off to me. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, yeah, I do that. I do that. So your points mm-hmm. on how to do it are, are really good in this in this 
episode. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank mm-hmm. you, Loy. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to, to what, I we have actually talked about this a little bit yesterday that there are so many, I've heard so many different ways to journal. I've heard you need to set a timer for 20 minutes and no matter what, you fill that 20 minutes. If you don't know what to write, you just write, I don't know what to write, I don't know what to write, I don't know what to write. Yesterday, someone told us that they heard, you know, you have to write four pages. Like four pages is an, it's like enough to get out what needs to get out and to organize. And, and there are so many guidelines. Um, but what's really freeing for me is that I don't have any guidelines. Right. I just kind of do it how, how I want to do it. I know you're the same way too, aren't you? You know, that's what I was saying about the process. It really is. And if you almost buckle yourself down to what, it, what does it need to do? What do I need to do to make it work? Mm-hmm. You're kind of killing the whole point. And the yeah. whole point is to enjoy the process and to let mm-hmm. yourself be. Yeah. You know, in that time where no one's looking, Mm -hmm. it's just you and you and you. Yeah. And be free. Yeah. Right. Because that's like, that's when you're actually going to make, make movement. So yeah, I don't have guidelines either. I just know that my flow tends to be a certain way with, you know, having gratitude and practicing visualization Mm -hmm. and, and those two things are really huge. I think we're going to talk about some techniques later. Totally. Lloyd, do you have like a specific way that you journal? It it varies. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes, like I may, it may be something that's on my mind. If I if I need to do a come up with some content, mm-hmm. I may do that and get my thoughts out on paper. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of prayer through journaling. Yes, you know, and I really and the the scary thing is like if because let's think it, we talk about visualization with emotion, mm-hmm. and that's a lot like praying. Yeah, and I have found that when I really go there mm-hmm. in my prayers. And I look back and it's, I seem like it's almost immediate results. I feel like it's I, crazy. I'm like, man, maybe it's my RAS looking for it, but I just mm-hmm. said, wow, this stuff really. So I do a lot of prayer and a lot of yeah. building content yeah. and a hey, lot of gratitude. Speaking of like RAS, will you just kind of describe what RAS is? Because I think journaling is a great way to like pair with that idea of being aware of kind of your surroundings mm-hmm. and evidence for yourself. Okay. Reticular activating system. Mm-hmm. And that's like a filter in your brain or something in your brain, apparently, mm-hmm. they say. And and when you kind of want something, you desire something, or you're thinking about something, or you kind of point in a direction, it's like everything you see or things you see that align with that, you notice. Right. Mm-hmm. And things that you see that doesn't really align with that, you just you don't really even notice it. It kind of right. filters in yeah. the things that yeah. matter towards what, where you're visualizing. A filter or, is the best word. Exactly. And so you are visualizing with emotion, which means it's like inevitable for your RAS to be looking for the visualization that you've been journaling about. Right. So when you're journaling really powerful things, you're going to go look out for those things and how they can be a part of your life. Which is why journaling your prayers Mm -hmm. are extremely powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know what's crazy? We live in a society where people's thoughts and people's emotions and people's Mm -hmm. whatever is like controlling them. Yeah. And this is a way to say, hey, no, I get to decide what I want to filter into my life. Mm -hmm. And... And I think journaling is just the most intentional yes. way of yeah. doing that. Pen to paper, it, there's yeah. something there's about something it. There. And, yeah. And the opposite of that, and, and another reason there's is so valuable is the opposite of that is trying to think your way into something but not feeling the emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we can't get the emotion to it, it's really not going to happen, mm-hmm. likely. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a good way to pull the emotion into things that mm-hmm. you want or, or – if you're emotional about things you want, it helps mm-hmm. you bring your logic in there with it and tie mm-hmm. it together. Yeah. So I was going to just talk about like, because mine is very different. Like you have like a, a general system, it sounds like, right? Like yeah, I would kind of. Maybe. Uh, but really depending on how 
life is happening, things are different. Almost always opens with prayer. It's not very much like a dear diary type of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm very aware that I can do nothing without Jesus. And so just really uh, being in prayer and also like a, a heart of thankfulness mm-hmm. for everything and, yeah. and really praising him, not necessarily like asking, but just really praying yeah. and praising. If I am feeling like a little bit doubtful, of course, that is so normal and common. I will do some confidence sequences. And if you're a guy culture student, you know what those are, which basically is a way to build a case around Mm -hmm. why that's not true. So at one point, for example, I was really struggling with like time management and I was like really believing that I like didn't have enough time. And so I kind of built some, some evidence for myself of like why I do have time and all the time that I have, all the pockets that I have. And so my RAS was awakened and I was starting to see pockets of time of where it could be really, really intentional Mm -hmm. of just kind of proving to myself that that's just simply not true. Another thing, something I've been so aware of is my thoughts. And I think that, I feel like when I used to hear people talk about thoughts, I'd be like, okay, that's Mm woo-woo a little bit. Right. Um, But what I'm realizing is when I write down my thoughts, there are some very sneaky, poisonous thoughts. Okay. So for example, if I'm like, you know, it's a little bit of like, hey, this is what's in my head. Mm -hmm. And if I find myself writing something like, oh, I'm just not sure how that's going to work mm-hmm. or I'm a little confused. That is like so poisonous. So sneaky. It's so sneaky. It's so innocent. It's innocent. Like, it's like, oh, it's okay. You don't know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just afraid no one will come. I'm, I'm just, just afraid no one's going to watch. Exactly. I'm just afraid. Exactly. It's fear. But if I'm living in a place of like, man, I just don't know. I'm choosing to be helpless. Mm-hmm. And when I see that, I'm like, no, no, that's the very reason I need to go in even harder on what I don't know. Similar with saying, oh, I'm going to try. Yeah. Do yeah. You, do you, Coach Lloyd, do you agree? It's like it almost gives you I an hope. excuse to not do it. To, yeah. Or for it to not work out. Well, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. There's a power in decision. Yeah, absolutely. Because also, like, if you if you are living in this, like, man, I'm just so confused or I just, like, don't know, then you're kind of giving yourself an excuse to sort of self-sabotage, right? So if you're like, man, I'm confused, so I'm not even going to go try. Mm-hmm. Well, you're giving your – this is just an excuse to be like – Oh, I just didn't know when really you could know. Um, So it's good to be able to find those little sneaky thoughts. A lot of visualization. I really like to write letters to myself. So I'll write a letter. I learned this in a podcast. I cannot remember which podcast, but basically I... I had five years and I write a letter as if I was five years older and I write it to my present self. So I'm like, hey, Macy, like this is what is going on in your life. This is how much, you know, you're loving your life. Thank you for working so hard. Thank you for putting in the effort. Thank you for being so laser focused just to, you know, just do you, help, help do me you always my- do long term ones. I'll, I try to keep it at five years. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes I'll do longer, but I like a five year mark because really I'm working for the bigger picture. Yeah. Not the the gratification tomorrow. Yeah. You know. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's a balance for sure. Yeah, totally. I saw and I, this is a challenge maybe to whoever's listening to this. I long term vision is gives perspective to so much. So much. Uh, Short term vision also because, you know, we for example, we fill seats mm-hmm. in our in person. And yeah. there's been times where I know a lot of people out there you have monthly goals yes. and we get that because we do as well same yeah i dare you to put on paper how many people are going to meet like kind of join you like in, in the, the effort goal. to meet your mm-hmm. goal and then it almost takes some audacity to do that yeah like, totally who do you think you are to yeah. say what you're going to get do it mm-hmm. and then see how your brain fills in the blanks for you and you will make it happen mm-hmm 
it's wild. Yeah. Do I, it I, and I then look back. I think you have some probably specific examples of that. I know when you're, you said you went back to your journal and started reading some of, reading some of them. Yeah, I did. Yeah, this has happened many, many, many times. Even, even things I didn't think I would ever look back at, and I did. And, I mean, there would be sales, months of sales, where they were within 10. Which is so Wait, close. Out of yeah. thousands. Out of thousands, It would yeah. be within like $10 or something. And it's just crazy what happens in your subconscious. Yeah. The subconscious can be a very mysterious place. And so you can kind of control it through journaling, I think. Yeah. I'm reading a book right now. I'm actually listening to it. And it describes the subconscious as the little prince in your life. Okay. Which is the little child where you're seven years old and you're playing and all this stuff is happening around you and you're creating your lens through this little person, this little robot. I've also heard it described in Psychology of Winning. And basically when you leave your comfort zone, when you write things that are audacious or whatever, you're dethroning that little thing. And you're saying, hey, you serve a purpose. You're trying to keep me safe. Mm -hmm. You're also not helping me live my my calling, my right. fulfillment, maybe even your greatest purpose. So, yeah, your subconscious takes some work. That's for sure. For sure. Were you about to say something? More? I say, well, that's deep and that is good. Yeah. Oh, that good. is really good what you just said there. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Another thing that can be really awesome about journaling is when you are a content creator, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll reflect on what, and I, Lloyd, I know you love to do this too. You kind of reflect on the day before, and then you're able to see how it can turn into a story for content and kind of align with what you stand for and what you believe in. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, at the time when we were doing our Instagram lives and we had to we have did content Instagram every lives morning. Every day, yeah. My routine was that. My RAS was looking for content. I yeah. was looking for stories. I was looking for situations. Yeah. And applying it to my experience and my knowledge. Right. Which is wisdom. You take your experience and knowledge and you mm-hmm. can apply it mm-hmm. properly, then that's really kind of what wisdom is. Right. So I was taking that and trying to bring wisdom to the to the table mm-hmm. with um, real, real events that had happened the previous yeah. day or something. And there's so many that really you can get uh, stories or points yeah. out of if you really look for them. You'd come with, you'd had a conversation with a guy at the gym and you'd have a whole three points of why that conversation mattered and what he said mattered, mm-hmm. which makes it concrete for people to understand content and really memorize it. Well, well, I had a conversation yesterday. I came in and I, <laughs> I, I maybe I told you guys that I, I saw the guy at Starbucks sitting outside and he looked a little, he's young, fairly young, but a little, little on the homeless side, maybe. And I gave him a little money. And when I came back out, I said, so what's up? What's the story here? You know? Mm-hmm. And, and the story was, well, I had wanted this job and didn't get that job and tried that job and this job. Well, maybe I go to this city. Maybe I'll try this city. Maybe I go to Florida. Maybe I'll try this. I said, hey, man, it's not where you are. It's you. Mm-hmm. I said, you got to start thinking differently. You know, mm-hmm. your job, you, the purpose is to go add value to somebody else, not look for a job. Mm-hmm. And I did, and just to sound like it all starts with you, your, your mm-hmm. attitude and your mentality. It's not where you are. Mm-hmm. It's that who you are. Mm-hmm. But that, that's an amazing piece of content. That yeah, it's a it story is. for people that could right. really. And, and that could happen at all levels. Now, totally. He's at a low level. Right. That happens at all levels. Actually, oh, yeah. that, that could be like in the in the specific role that you're in. You know, people are like, oh, I want to be promoted. I want to do this. I want to mm-hmm. do that. When really you could just add value where you are mm-hmm. uh, and find a lot of purpose where yeah. you are. If you're someone who wants to switch jobs because mm-hmm. you are feeling, mm-hmm. you know, down and mm-hmm. you're just not, I don't know, 
and you think switching jobs is going to fix it. Your circumstance yeah. can't fix your mindset. Your mindset needs to be aligned with with your circumstance yeah. based on how you're thinking about it. Yeah. And of course, maybe you need to be in a better place. But the point yeah. is. And so, Lloyd, you might have gone and journaled a little bit about that. And you kind of came with this message of like, hey, your circumstances don't matter. It's it's who you are that matters. Yes. Yeah. And so there's a great piece of content. Yeah. And, and so as you true. journal, though, you, you just go deeper. And mm-hmm. Your ideas start flowing. And mm-hmm. why they just, mm-hmm. you know, you can do so much more as you're journaling. Now, for years and years and years, I'd heard of people journaling, and I never had even considered even going there. Yeah. And why is that? Yeah, why? I don't know. I, I wasn't sold on the value of it. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't sold. I didn't feel like I needed it. Mm-hmm. I had my own little thing going. And for some reason, you know how we talk about you buy with emotion, yep. and then you justify logically. logically. Mm-hmm. Well, when you, when you gave me this, mm-hmm. emotionally, I was like, I got excited. Oh. I got so excited emotionally, which means I bought it. I yeah. bought in. Yeah. And I just had to go figure out kind of how to start. How to do it. it. Yeah. And I asked you, I said, how do you even do this? Yeah. And you just gave me some tips. Mm-hmm. And I started. I knew you'd pick it up so quick. Yeah. yeah. And I started. You said, if, if you don't just say, just say, I don't have anything to write if yeah. you want to. Yeah, absolutely. And I really found it. Very liberate. I still enjoy so it. I'm so glad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then one of the last things that I do, so I'll I'll basically journal and then I'll read some scripture. And at the very end, whatever scripture I'm reading, I'll write what really is resonating with me and then how it applies to my life like in that moment. And then when, where, and how I can really hopefully try to live that out as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes along with you when you, you – you said before when you notice some thoughts are not good, you replace mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? It's so simple. I mean, y'all would be shocked if you looked at my paper at how basic this is. Yeah. But if you think about, you know, a pro-con list, it's kind of similar. It's yeah. like, my thought is, how could I ever reach that goal? Yeah. The truth is, I'm capable of anything. Yeah. You, you know? replace it. It's just the truth. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, and that goes for everything. I feel like people don't care what I have to say. Mm. The truth is that there's so many people who, yeah. you know, love me and who, you know, love everyone who's listening to this. So yeah. it's you realize how silly it is when you put yeah. on paper, mm-hmm. even if it feels so legitimate and honestly mm-hmm. could be the reason that I could have gone mm-hmm. on medication. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. If you really let your thoughts fester. Yeah. They can really strangle and you out know your. It's so powerful about hearing you say that you can change the way you think. Oh, yeah. You don't have to live in a place of like, man, I hope nobody, you know, doesn't think I'm crazy or doesn't think I'm silly. You know, you can literally interchange the thought and then your result is different. Intercept just it. like that. Mm-hmm. Intercepted. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as being clear on what you're thinking. And and that kind of goes into I did a post about like I was brain dumping and someone was like, well, wait, wait, I thought journaling was brain dumping. Brain dumping is is honestly all the things I feel like I have to do. It's more of like a task thing. Do you feel that way? I think it could be seen as either. Yeah. Depending, but for, yeah, for, for me, that's yeah. what it's like emptying out a purse. When you're scheduling, it's like, hey, I need to like. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So brain dump is more of like tasks for me. Um, There can be a journaling form of brain dumping. It's like all the thoughts that are happening. But it's really intentional about like, hey, is this a thought proper? Like, is it mm-hmm. is it okay to think this? Yeah. I think to just the whole tr- like pl- replacing mm-hmm. the truth thing. If you're going to dump. Have a have a method for like reorganizing your thoughts. Exactly. Because otherwise you're just looking Living at it all it. on paper, being mm-hmm. like, oh, ah, like great that it's out. Great. That's therapeutic in itself. I just always encourage to replace and leave Truth. that space with with positive. That's such a great and point. hope. You know, it's another another good nugget, Catherine. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just that's why we're here. That's right. That's right. Now, another question we got was, okay, so when and how often do I do this? What do y'all do? 
I try to do it every morning. I don't get to every morning, depending mm-hmm. on the schedule. But when I'm in rhythm, when I'm in the rhythm, mm-hmm. I get up, I do a little, you know, reading. Is this before your workout and stuff? First thing. First, first thing. Drink, drink a water, a cup of water, get a coffee, mm-hmm. decaf coffee, <laughs> and sit down and, and like try to do my reading and then do some journaling mm-hmm. then get up and go. Okay. That's my rhythm if I can do it. But if things are off and I don't have time or maybe I'm just not feeling it, I may skip it. I mean, I skip it. I yeah. may skip it for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's when I'm in rhythm. It's when I'm doing that. Yeah. 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 Mine is in the morning. Not mm-hmm. It's not the first thing I do. It does happen. Gosh, mm-hmm. and you know, honestly, even when I started, it was the middle of the day when Lucy was napping. Oh, perfect. And I just, you realize how much progress you make when your thoughts are right. Yeah. And so if it can be the first thing, the way that you clear out your mind before the day starts. Yeah. I mean, even yesterday I was going to read scripture and I was like, I can't get in there when my mind feels like this. Yeah. So I had, I, I recognize I needed to clean it out. Mm. Just clean up. That's good. And then I, and then I felt ready to receive what, what, was, what was going on. That's mm-hmm. amazing. So I, uh, you have to like trust yourself and yeah. like do what, what's going to work. Yeah. And not worry about when people say to do it. Yeah. I mean, totally, totally. Like I'm listening to you, Loy. I'm like, you read first. And that's like so crazy to me. I like to journal first, but I, I work out, get dressed. Like I do, I drive to the office and then that's my moment. I I do sometimes an hour, hour and a half, Um, not just journaling, but between journaling and reading and all of that. But when I started, it was like five minutes. It was like a quick little like, hey, I'm just going to show up and write a couple of things just to say that I did. And that's fine. That's actually great is mm-hmm. to show up for five minutes, a minute, right? One sentence, one bullet point just to kind of get in the rhythm. If you're shooting for that hour right off the bat, it's going to be really hard to maintain that. So mm-hmm. it's great. Start slow. Yeah. I think just to encourage you, one of the most, I don't know if detrimental is the word, but one of those detrimental things you could do when it comes to this is just say, I'm not a journaler. Yeah. No one came out of the womb a journaler. Yeah. <laughs> no one. It's just something that you practice. Mm-hmm. And the reason you do it is for this freedom. Right. So you're really working toward freedom. You're not working toward becoming any type of a writer. So Absolutely. just replace that belief if Absolutely. you need to. Now, yeah. I don't, uh, for me, I like this little book that you mm-hmm. gave me. I mm-hmm. really like this. I, I don't know sure where you guys journal. Yeah. Do, so actually someone's question was, because we use our iPads a lot. You do too. We all have iPads and we use them. And someone was like, why don't you use your iPad to journal? Because mm-hmm. you take notes. Something about the technology like takes away the emotion from me. I don't know what yeah. it is, but when my iPad is out, I'm here to work. I'm not here to like reflect, you know what I'm saying? So my iPad notes are really my personal development notes. And also I like the idea of like passing it down and having, you know, I just, I like the idea of a, of a journal. Yes. I'm, there's a word I can't think of, but yes, that pass it down, that Mm -hmm. legacy. It's like like in a book. Yeah. Something different. I can hold a journal and say, this was the phase of my life. I use this journal. Yeah. That's what's really neat about it. Yeah, absolutely. Another advantage of doing, doing this versus say typing it in, I've noticed, you know, you know, we all have our neat handwriting and mm-hmm. our sloppy handwriting. Yeah. And many of us don't even write anymore. Mm-hmm. So many people have quit writing because yeah. of texting and all that. I have just noticed that in this journal, I always use my neat handwriting. Really? Always. Really? Very neat, very particular, as good as I can do. Oh, that's cool. Which means, in general, my handwriting has improved a lot. Oh, good. That's cool. So just things like that just yeah. come from actually writing it yeah. out. Yeah, just good practice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, we hope that this answered your questions about journaling. If you start journaling, we would love for you to tag us on Instagram. Show us all the things that you're doing. We're so proud of you. And thanks for listening to this episode.